Hello, everyone. Pastor Sherry with the She Is podcast. And today I'm here with Pastor Jimmy Weaver. He does the Foundation Stones. And I just wanted to take a moment and just uh, visit with him and just um, include him in our discussions and celebrate this other podcast that we have at Refuge City Church. So welcome, Pastor Jimmy. Thank you, Pastor Sherry. I am a huge fan of the She Is podcast. And I also am just excited to be able to share for just a minute about what Foundation Stones is all about. So our desire at Refuge City Church is that people have a solid footing for their faith. And the She Is podcast is producing that, and that's the desire for the Foundation Stones podcast. So many times we just open up a topic in the Bible, and many times I go through Greek, Hebrew, go into good word studies and find out different things that we can add to our foundation as Christians so that we can walk in victory. And so every week we do a brand new teaching and it has been a blast. It sounds very similar to the Shias podcast. We just, as a church, we pull out scripture, dive in, see where it originated from and get good information and understanding. So good job, Pastor Jimmy. Thank you so much. It's amazing. You are listening to the She Is podcast by Refuge City Church. We are here for a Bible-based conversation about who you are in Christ. Welcome to the She Is podcast. Uh, we want to thank you all for joining us today. This is a very exciting day because we are recording on Mother's Day Yay! and it is the one and only Jamie's birthday today. Woo! So Yay! Happy, happy birthday, birthday Jamie. Thank you guys. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only Jamie though. But you're our Jamie. Oh. That's <laughs> so all okay. that matters. You're I'm Jamie. the only Jamie here. That's so right. cool. So we've got a Thanks, lot guys. in store for today, it sounds like. We've got some funsies that I'm pretty excited about. And then Amanda gets to share with us today. Ooh, ooh. Yay. And it's gonna be she is on the move. So we're gonna ooh. get into our funsies and then we're on Put the your move. shoes and on. Then we'll get <laughs> I'm getting moving. So, <laughs> what what are our funsies for today? <laughs> I, I guess I'll introduce this. I thought it would be fun to uh, kind of have a little segment where we can share uh, some fun facts. Like today, I learned this blank. Yes, and so okay. you know, because we learn something new every day. Sometimes the things that we learn yeah. are are pretty funny, and uh, sometimes. You know, you just want to share that with other people, like, oh my gosh, you know what I just learned? So yeah, we're just going to have some time sharing what we've learned with each other, and it's it's going to be a little random and and fun. All right. Oh, should we also make mention of Christina? Oh, <laughs> hi. In case she decides I have a headset this week, so like it's like I'm a totally different person over here, <laughs> right. hearing everything. Yes. Right. 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 Well, and Christina's already. She's just a part of the family, so it's like yeah, bringing right. your sister to the family reunion. Yeah. She's yeah. just here. Of course, she's here. Yes. Of course, so. she's here. Oh, and and also who's not here? Right. Dun, dun, dun. Nicole had another speaking engagement this Woo, morning. So yeah. yes, which was phenomenal. So I suggest you go back to the Refuge City live stream and rewatch yes. um, Nicole give her message because yeah. it was phenomenal. Absolutely. Gosh, it was so, so good. good. So good. And it's not because we're partial. It really <clears throat> was really good. Mm -hmm. That was a good word. All right. So who wants to start? Well, I'll go because um, <laughs> I was told about this right before we started. <laughs> oh, I, was like, yes. I was like, oh, She's yeah, like, oh, wait, let me tell you, you know about this. Like, doing okay, today. go back <laughs> um, Well, okay, so funny I was just looking up, okay, I need a fun fact. 
So the first one that literally popped up was like, where and when did the first public restroom come into play? <laughs> but I'm like, all they had was a video about it. I'm like, I can't share that. So I went and found a different one. But now y'all get to know. So I don't know when the first public bathroom came or into where? play. Did it say or where? where? Oh. No, it was their like play video. I'm like, but I, I think really we can all agree video. why. Yeah, <laughs> because it's disgusting to do your business in front of people. <laughs> I have but, agreed. So the fun fact is. The Eiffel Tower can be 15 centimeters taller during the summer. What? Due to thermal expansion, meaning the iron heats up, the particles gain kinetic energy and can take up more space. Yeah. Wait, by how much? 15 centimeters. Oh, Just in the summer because it's Mm -hmm. hot. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. The kinetic energy. I know. I I I was like, wow, that's really cool, I guess. That is a fun fact. Wow. I just got a little bit smarter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have one, Christina? Yeah, I just looked it up. Um, The different (laughs) colors of Fruit Loop cereal all taste the same. They're not individual flavors. That is not (laughs) fair. (laughs) Wow. Well, Well, they're still yummy. They are. (laughs) Does it say what flavor? No, fruit. Fruit. Isn't it F R O O T? Yeah. Fruit. So it's probably not even actual fruit. <laughs> it's fruit. 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 <laughs> I can add something with that, but I maybe not. No. Uh, no. Does that go back to the bathroom one? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I was gonna just blur down. Like, no. No. So, um, so, you know, just so you know, we are a bunch of ladies sitting around talking, but we do have humor. Mm. Mm -hmm. We have fun. Yeah. So we don't want to. Right. So if you don't like potty humor, I'm sorry, but it's funny. (laughs) It's funny. Anyway. Right. And four of the five of us are like our, our mothers, but all five out of five of us are enriching and uh, developing yes. little humans. So it's, yeah, poop humor, it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. It's just part of our life. <coughs> right. Anyway. Okay. Uh-huh. Moving on. Right. Okay. <laughs> that was a fun Thanks fact. for the little <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> I just wanted to apologize if we needed to, but if, you, um, if you're a first-time listener. <laughs> yeah, if not, it probably makes a lot of first sense. First-time listener. You yeah. know, there's a whole lot of worse stuff out there, so. <laughs> there are. That's true. <laughs> just all kinds of stuff. I don't need to get detailed about the worst stuff that is out there. <laughs> it's not a fun fact we need for today. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> random. Okay. We're very random today. <laughs> Go ahead, Amanda. Okay. So, Barbie, right? Oh, the Barbie doll. Yeah. Okay. So, the Barbie doll's full name. One, did we even know that Barbie had a full name? I think I did hear this <gasps> at one time. Okay. Barbie doll. Right. First, last. Okay. <laughs> um, um, her full name is Barbara. Makes sense, right? Barbara Millicent Roberts. And she is from Willows, Wisconsin. Mm. Is this like after an actual person or they so, literally just named a Barbie I, doll? I think they just gave her like a life story because her birthday is also <laughs> March 9th, 1959. No way. That's my dad's birthday. Really? Uh, Not well, he shares it with Barbara. But. <laughs> Dad, with Barbara. Um, and she was first displayed at the New York Toy Fair. Hmm. So, yeah, she's got a whole, a whole life we didn't even know about. That's fun. Good for Barbie. 
good. Good for Barbara. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Barbara. I'm older now, so I'm not going to call her Barbie anymore. I'm going to call her Barbara. Oh, see, my grandma's name is Barbara, and so my oh. grandpa has always called her Barbie doll, which Aww. I think is, yeah, just the preciousest. Aww. So, yeah. So I knew that part. Oh, that, cute. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Um, so mine is people are more creative in the shower. Oh. <laughs> I found I, that one too. I didn't know that, oh, but, but I it think totally it's true makes sense because I think that's where I get some of my best ideas. Uh-huh. That's where, <laughs> yes, me too. Yes. Is there a reason why? It says when we take a warm shower, we experience an increased dopamine flow that makes us more creative. Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. That's where I. It's my prayer closet. I go in at the end of the day, have a hot bath. Well, mine's a bath, not a shower. But anyway, baths are good too. Yes. And that's where the Lord and I have good conversation. Then it's like, oh, I need my pencil because that was a great thought, Lord. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and that's, I get inspiration. It totally makes sense. Well, I think that's part of it too is just that you're, because you're detached from everything. Mm -hmm. It's true. You can, I think you can focus better. I don't know. All the clean, yummy smells coming too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, refreshing. Yes, the senses. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Invigorating. <laughs> All right, mine's kind of nerdy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't give all the details on it. So if you're interested, you'll just have to Google it because it's more than I can explain in layman's oh. terms. But did you know that the color purple does not actually exist? Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, I was going to be like... Well, it's a yeah, combination of colors, but... But what you see in the color purple is actually like an optical illusion. Your brain oh. puts that color together. because oh, There's a couple different things to this, um, and I will try to explain, but it's going to not be incredibly detailed. So anyone who really does know about this, I am sorry that I'm probably not doing it justice. <laughs> but... Um, first of all, like we see color based on light. Um, so it has a lot to do with our light receptors in our eyes. And so your eyes have like three cones that each specialize in seeing different colors. There's like a red one, a green one, and I think yellow. And so, um, and so seeing different colors will make them fire. Um, but like, so the green and yellow go together and you'd Mm -hmm. see blue, but purple is red and blue mixed together. So in your eye, that doesn't actually happen. Oh. And then um, another way of looking at it. <laughs> and my mind is so blown right now. <laughs> I just oh had a thought. Took right. a look at Hannah and she's like, oh, her eyes are all wide. And she's like, oh my God. Am I seeing all the colors in this room? Am I <laughs> in a hot shower? Because this is creative. Go ahead. <laughs> So, and then in a rainbow, um, you know, there's red on one side and then it ends in blue and then fades off into violet, which is not purple, right? But red and blue don't actually come together in the rainbow. So, and that's, and the rainbow is like you see because of the light, you know, reacting with all the water droplets in the air. So, yeah, you don't see those colors actually coming together um, in the color spectrum. So, um, yeah, if you want to geek out a little bit, you should just Google. That's so interesting. Does the color purple exist? And you can learn all about it. But, yeah. 
That's so, insane. And can I ask, how did you learn this? I actually first heard about it in um, a, uh, a college class that I was taking oh. mm-hmm. um, about art and light. And okay. yeah. And I was like, yeah, like I was like, Hannah, I was like, no way. And I'm like, they're making <laughs> no, this up. And, and yeah, I, lo- I looked into it and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is wild. Which is funny because purple is like my favorite color. A lot of people's favorite color. And I, th- I think that just makes it extra special because it's yes. really like it. It's right. so different than other colors. And well, I wondered, that was my initial thought when you said that was, is could that be why it's so, so many people's favorite color and we just don't even understand why? Yeah, the it's just all of it. it, right? Well, and then my second thought was: so <clears throat> I know people that are colorblind, which now you know, thinking about it, kind of starting to make sense because different people that are colorblind, it's not that they don't see any color. Mm-hmm. Some see different colors. It's like one of those cones. Like, is missing. Yeah, or mm-hmm. something isn't mm-hmm. firing. Right. And so now all of this is starting to make sense. Mm. Thank you, Jamie. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be chewing on that. From the Bible, and we right. are learning how miraculous the Lord is. He made the color purple in our brains. Yeah. Well, and then it makes you wonder, like, what are other colors that we, <laughs> right. we can't right. see? Because we know there are colors that we can't see. Like, we're just too human. Well, and, <laughs> and that made me think, because, um, you know, reading about the tabernacle and the different robes and materials that they used and stuff. Purple was the hardest one to create, Mm -hmm. the hardest one to have. That's why only royalty wore purple. And that's what it means. And that's what it means. Mm -hmm. And so it's all starting to make sense. Do, 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 do. entered the twilight zone. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. Anyway, okay. Oh, Anyway, that was fun. Thanks, guys. I feel a little bit smarter now. All right. Well, before we dive completely in, we'll just have a word of prayer together. Mm-hmm. Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for um, these amazing ladies that I get to share this table with today. And Lord, I just ask that you would speak to us. We are just expecting to hear your voice and expecting to learn new and amazing things from you and to be enlightened from your word today, Lord. Pray that you'd open our eyes and help us to see what you want us to see. Lord, we ask that you would uh, speak through Amanda today. Thank you for the word that she's prepared for us. And um, yeah, we just thank you for our conversation and um, just getting to experience being in your presence today. In your name, amen. 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 So... I come bearing scripture and um, <laughs> so and a good. lot of thoughts. So these, okay, we're going to need a Bible. You're going to need a Bible, Bible app, whatever you need. We're going to need that. So um, we're going to be in Jeremiah and we're going to be in first Peter and we're going to be in Deuteronomy. Mm. So, um, and that's kind of a span, right? We've almost got the beginning ish of the Bible, the middle ish of the Bible and the end ish mm-hmm. of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Give grace in the ish. Um, so, um, but these three scriptures have always been woven together for me forever. They've mm-hmm. always been woven together. And I truly cannot tell you when they started weaving together or really when um, 
I found them. It was just, it was just the Lord. And he has, like I said, he wove them together for me. And in this season of my life, I find myself going back to them and finding encouragement in it more now than, um, I kind of have before. Mm. So, um, yeah, we called it, she's on the move. And I feel like who likes to move really? Mm-hmm. I mean, like there are some joys in moving yeah. and then there are some not so joyful things in moving, right? Who likes packing? I guess is probably the better question. <laughs> it's a lot question. of work. Right? It, it, is. it is. And there can be some feelings of, um, uncertainty. There can be feelings of loss, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I remember moving, physically moving out of the house that we had brought um, my son home to. And sure, physically moving, we were moving up. Um, But it was still, there was a little bit of sadness there. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so yeah, moving can be really joyful. It can also be really scary, Mm -hmm. but either way, the move is happening, right? Usually you're in progress. There's not a lot of going back. So, Mm I want to start, oops, sorry, I'm taking, I'm trying to take video here. Okay, my bad. Okay. So, um, I want to start in, yeah, when I'm bringing the word, it's going to be something. She's talking with her hands, with the phone in her hands, so. I'm always talking with my hands. Okay, and I could, you know, just have the Bible app on my phone, but why do that? I have my actual Bible app and the microphone on a box, and my mom's catching my water bottle. It's lovely. Okay, we are on the move. Yes. <laughs> Lots of things are on the move today. Yes, yes. So thank you for being humorous with me while I bring this to you. Hopefully, it it's a nugget for you, or there's a nugget somewhere hidden there's in here for you. There's got to be because the Lord is all over this. <laughs> okay, so Jeremiah twenty nine, and I love Jeremiah twenty nine, and I think I've spoken on this before a tiny bit. Um, I just I I love this book because of course we always see Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. And, um, right, for I know the plans that I have for mm-hmm. you, which is so encouraging, so amazing. But I want to back it up a smidge. So, um, right, Jamie's physically back. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Jeremiah 29, 4, we'll Ooh. do 4 through 7. So, um, this is text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent to Jerusalem to the remaining exiled elders and priests and prophets. So um, this is coming from the Lord. And I think that it's so encouraging because, um, let me just get to it. Okay. So 29.4 says, this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel says to all the exiles I deported from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat their produce. Find wives for yourselves and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters to the men in marriage so that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there. Do not decrease. Pursue the well-being of the city I have deported you to. Pray to the Lord on its behalf. For when it thrives, you will thrive. Mm. And I, I love that because... The Lord has sent, the Lord has moved people, right? And how many times has the Lord moved you in life? And mm. you're like, why are we moving? Why am I doing this? Why are we yeah. in this season? What is this change? Um, personally, I'm walking through a move. No, I'm not physically moving. Thank goodness. I don't have to actually Thank pack things. Right? I don't actually have to pack things up, but I find myself packing emotions oh. and um, good word, feelings and thoughts yeah. and all of those fun things. And it's not very fun. It's not very fun because truly I don't think that I'm going to take some of these boxes 
with me to this next venture. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some sadness that goes with that. There's some feelings that goes with that go with that. Mm-hmm. I um, so my son. I think I've said before, my son is eight and he has autism and he is a joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he uh, made me a mother and he brings me so much joy. He he's so fun. But we are walking in this season that is not so fun. Um, we have a lot of behaviors that are happening that, and I, I can manage a lot. <laughs> you know, you build endurance after a while. I, I have found myself on my face crying and saying, Lord, I can't do this. Usually I do that more towards the end of the day. I've, yesterday I was doing it by 8 a.m., Lord, I can't do this. Lord, take this. I'm. You're going to walk me through this one. And really, I think that probably all mothers, aunts, teachers, nurses, uh, you know, if you deal with other people, you've probably found yourself on the floor <laughs> saying, Lord, take this one Lord, from me. <laughs> uh, but, so in that, we've got, we've got a lot of questions. We've got a lot of um, uncertainties. We were at the doctor's on Friday, and we're praying that some answers are coming but, but I don't know. And I find myself having to look into things that I didn't think were a possibility. You know, like, should my son be on medication? Is there another acronym that is going to fit him as well as autism? I mean, there's just so many things. And I don't have any of the answers. But this scripture reminds me that the Lord has moved me. He's moving me. Mm-hmm. And that move, no matter how scary it is, he's asking me to build houses and live mm-hmm. in them, mm-hmm. like unpack, not just kind of stay there, mm-hmm. to plant gardens and eat the produce, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and then it ends with, um, for pray to the Lord on its behalf, for when it thrives, you will thrive. Yeah. And it's scary because I don't know how we're going to thrive in this season. When I have, when I have absolutely almost no patience and we are struggling, how are we going to thrive? I can't even think about planting <laughs> anything, let alone watering it right. and then picking right. it. And then, right. yeah. but that's what I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. And no matter how scary or confusing it is that that's what I'm called to do. I'm not mm-hmm. here by mistake. This season did not just, I didn't take a wrong left turn. Yep. The Lord has moved us and moved me, and we're, we're going to thrive. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, don't, also, I don't know what it's going to look like, but we're going to thrive. Well, in the middle of what you just said, so you quoted the top yeah. and you quoted the bottom, but in the middle it says in 7, also seek the peace mm. and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Mm. Peace and prosperity. Those two, I mean, a lot of times we say, yeah, go in peace. But we don't say go in peace and prosperity. Mm -hmm. So not only is he moving you and equipping you and asking you, but take his peace and he is going to prosper you. Not just you, but your family. Right. Right. And And it is scary and it's... Because we have this free will, sometimes in my in my carnal mind, I go, oh my goodness, did the Lord say right and I went left? <laughs> you know, which yeah. Yeah. then, yep. you know, then we have our prayer time and I remember that, no, the Holy Spirit is so woven in me that I, I would know if I had taken the wrong turn. He would have mm-hmm. very quickly gotten me back in and on the on-ramp yep. or whatever, you know. He would have detoured me. So this isn't by mistake, but by golly, is it scary. Um, but I'm asked 
to prosper here. I'm asked to plant roots and Mm -hmm. stay here until we're told to move again. So, um, and I'm going to switch gears. I'm going to kind of move back to Deuteronomy. So this is back towards the beginning. We've gone from the middle to the beginning. (laughs) So Deuteronomy 30. So, um, (laughs) I love this chapter too. Um, This and 1 Peter are the ones that really um, are always so woven for me. So I'm going to read that one. Uh, Deuteronomy 30, and we're going to do 1 to 10. So mm. it's it's kind of long, so I'm sorry. Just humor me here. There's a lot of nuggets. You know how you try to like cut it off, and then yeah. the next verse gets better? So I cut it off. Okay. So Deuteronomy 1. When all these things happen to you, the blessings and curses I have set before you, And you come to your senses while you are in all the nations where the Lord your God has driven you. And you and your children return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and all your soul by doing everything I am commanding you today. Then he will restore your fortunes, have compassion on you, and gather you again from all the peoples where the Lord your God has scattered you. Even if your exiles are at the farthest horizon, he will gather you and bring you back From there, the Lord your God will bring you into the land your fathers possessed, and you will take possession of it. He will cause you to prosper and multiply you more than he did your fathers. The Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the hearts of your descendants, and you will love him with all your heart and all your soul so that you will live. The Lord your God will put all these curses on your enemies who hate and persecute you. Then you will again obey him and follow all his commands I am commanding (laughs) you today. Sorry, turn the page. The Lord your God will offer you, or I'm sorry, the Lord your God will make you prosper abundantly in all the work of your hands, your offspring, the offspring of your livestock, and the produce of your land. Indeed, the Lord will again delight in your prosperity as he delights in that of your fathers. When you obey the Lord your God by keeping his commands and statutes, that are written in this book of the law and return to him with all your heart and all your soul. So, and like I said, that so is good. a lot, but it just gets better. Mm-hmm. So as you're reading through, I mean, just moving all the way back up to verse one, when all these things happen to you, the blessings and the curses I have set before you, and you come to your senses while you are in all the nations where the Lord your God has driven you. And so again, I'm just reminded, I didn't take a left when the Lord said right. I've been placed here. Mm-hmm. I could not give you a reason why, but I don't need to know. The Lord mm-hmm. knows. And so my instructions are to stand. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> just keep right. standing and prosper and live in this season, live in this moment. Because I can't keep waiting for this season to end to hope to get to the next one because there's something in this season that I'll have to relive if I don't live it now, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I found, I'm, I'm 33, so I've done this a couple of times. <laughs> Thankfully, the Lord is so gracious with me. Um, it's like he walks me through something, expects me to learn something, and then sometimes my stubborn heart says, eh, eh, and I don't absorb it the way I need to. 
So then the Lord's like, okay, we're going to give you grace. We're going to give you time. Oh, and look, you're going to learn this again because I am called to be maturing and growing and developing. And so that's the only way I'm going to do that. And so finding peace in the fact that I'm not here by accident. Mm -hmm. This is a season that we are needing to be in and the Lord will gather us again. He's going to prosper us. We are going to, and not just me, like my descendants. So my, my son that is struggling with things that are bigger than him, and then I try to struggle with them and they're bigger than me. So then, you know, we hand them off to the Lord because they're not too big for him. And instead of me fighting with those, I'm learning, I have to hand them off. I, I need to obey. I need to be in this season. I need to obey. And he will, he will redeem. So in that, okay, so we're going to flip right back to 1 Peter 5. So when I say that, because it's almost like these should have been written together. I mean, I'm not going to be the one that rewrites the Bible, but I mean, that just, they go together so well to me. They've just, they weave together. So uh, 1 Peter 5. And it's verse 10. So it says, The God of all grace, who called Mm -hmm. you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, establish, strengthen, and support you after you have suffered a little while. (laughs) To him be dominion forever. Amen. And I, like I said, I've always felt like First Peter just comes right after Deuteronomy because <laughs> after these places that you've been driven, after you've walked this out, after you've said yes That's and amen, right. and you yep. you walk through this, and you seek His face, and you return to the Lord, and you're obedient, then the God of all grace, who has called you to His eternal glory, is going mm-hmm. to restore, establish, strengthen, and support you. So good, and mm-hmm. I love that because. Not that I ever have to have a reason why, (laughs) but it gives me that, that carrot at the end, right? Mm -hmm. I'm walking through this. I have no idea what's happening. I have no idea what even the rest of the day is going to look like, but I do know that after we've been scattered, after the Lord has reestablished us from all the places we've been sent and all the people we've been sent to, then he's going to restore. He's going to establish. He's going to strengthen and he's going to support. And I love the way even that is written, right? So he's going to restore. So any pieces that I feel are broken and chipped off Mm -hmm. through this move, he's going to restore it. So that he's first, he's going to make me whole. I am Mm -hmm. already whole. Thank you, Jesus. But I'm going to feel whole again, I guess Mm -hmm. is is maybe it. And then I'm going to be established. So this move, you know, it's like we just, I, we're packing up boxes and we're filling Mm -hmm. the U-Haul we're going to be established. So the Lord is going to make this move final. He's going to take us where we need to be, and we're going to be established. And then he's going to strengthen and support us for the next move, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's never done. But I, I, there's just so much in this that really give, it really gives me encouragement as to what I'm doing and why. Yeah. And knowing that at the end, we're not done. We're not done. So um, I'm going to flip us back to Jeremiah 29. So um, we were going to do, which one were we going to do? 
Uh, 14, 13, 13 and 14. Thank you. See, I can't do this on my own. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Jeremiah 29 and 13. So it says, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you. This is the Lord's declaration. And I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and places where I banished you. This is the Lord's declaration. I will restore you to the place from which I deported you. And so there's just such a a very obvious strand throughout all of these, right? I I may be being moved, but if the Lord is the one that's calling me to move, then then I'm going to move. And it's going to be scary and it's going to be maybe confusing, but he's going to restore and he's going to strengthen and... And we're going to make it. By golly, we're going to make it. <laughs> so what, thoughts on that? I was just taken, <laughs> in my mind, I, I was just taken back to the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. when Because, you know, mankind was banished from that yeah. heavenly place because of yeah. sin. Yeah. And so, I mean... Uh, those words spoken in Deuteronomy, mm-hmm. those were for the Israelites before mm-hmm. they entered the promised land. Yep. Right. And God knew that they weren't going to listen to him. Mm-hmm. And right. and then he, you know, he ended right. up banishing them right. to other places. And so he's saying, you know, before they even go there, he's like, things are going to happen and you're going to have to leave, but I'll bring you back. And I yeah. think that's just another uh, visual of us, of our journey of humankind from mm-hmm. the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. getting banished because of sin, yeah. but him, that promise, that faithfulness of God mm-hmm. to say, I'll bring you back and I'm going to restore all that was lost. Yes. And that he doesn't, we're, we are out of heaven now mm-hmm. physically, mm-hmm. but he's with us. Yeah. Yes. Like, we're not abandoned, even though we're right. outside of right. our promised land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That even before he brings us back and restores us, yeah. he's yeah. still with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're never alone. And we sometimes feel lonely in the move. Right. Because um, I'm just thinking, you know, sometimes it's like, well, who's going to pack it all up? <laughs> Who, you know, who's going to mark the box so I know what's so, in which Martha? Box. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> really? Yeah. And, and then it's, and the Lord's going, well, we'll help you with that. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you're not doing it by yourself. I'll show you the box. I'll show you what to put in the box. I'll show you where to put the box. I'll show you how to do all of that as long as you trust in me. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not alone. We don't have to do it by ourselves. He's the great mover, you know. He's yeah, he's yeah. like the moving van of all moving vans, you know. <laughs> right. Well, and that's what I I think this season feels a little different for me because I I don't have a helpmate. I don't have a spouse that is helping. You know, I'll tape you label. Right. I, I'm taping right. and labeling, and that's okay. But like you just said. I find myself taking on more than I should. And so, which, if you know me, it makes a whole lot of sense. Um, <laughs> thanks, Hannah. It's okay. You can <laughs> hide, hide your agreement. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, and really, that's, I, 
I get sometimes hung up in, yeah, I can't do this on my own. I have a huge support system with my family, but at the end of the day when it's quiet and we're just trying to tuck into bed and it's me and I'm outnumbered by my beautiful offspring, <laughs> but you're like, er, like uh-huh. I, I can't do this alone. And so I am reminded frequently that I'm not supposed to do this alone. Yeah. 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 So. Timing. Right. Timing. Right. Part of those things um, that's been packed, really. Mm -hmm. He's packed it and moved it. Now you're waiting for it to be unpacked, and you don't know when or the where. Right. Right. And, And I think that's, you know, for people that have gone through divorce or um you know a loss of a loved one mm-hmm. you know 20 2020 was really hard a lot right. of people lost their soulmates lost their helpmates and they're packing and unpacking they don't they don't know where they're going they don't know how to do it by themselves and yet the lord is there with them you know and then there's people that are single that don't want to be single mm-hmm. it's like i'm i'm ready lord I'm, I'm ready to be married i'm ready to have kids i'm ready to move on but he's going yeah but we haven't unpacked that box yet Mm -hmm. it's just not time and and so it's hard knowing when the time is right to be unpacked and not Mm -hmm. rush it you know i mean it's almost like that christmas present i want to go see it under the tree (laughs) and i want to peek at it but but then the surprise is gone yeah right Mm -hmm. and so why why would we want to get ahead of God and see the surprise that he has waiting? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think sometimes the Israelites, you know, they were moving. They didn't know where they were going. But what beauty they found when they got there and the blessing they had, th- those are gifts. Mm-hmm. And and so I think it's important that we don't get ahead of the gift, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and there's, I mean, the Lord is always, like, I love how smart he must think I am because he keeps laying things on. Like, I'm not learning one lesson. I'm learning 15 all at once. So thank you, Lord. (laughs) Minus the hesitation. Thank you, Lord. Um, But because, I mean, that's part of it, though. (laughs) Straight honesty when I'm bringing the message. But um, because I I would love to have a helpmate, right? To like, whew. Tag out. Like, you go wrestle that one to bed. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. I have relied on a spouse or a person or a male in my life Mm -hmm. for those things for so long to help help buffer that, that I haven't sought the Lord and put Him first the way that I had needed to. So this has been an ongoing thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. He's been teaching me this lesson for, what, a year and a half now. But it's continual, right? Mm -hmm. So now it's... It's gotten a little harder and you're yeah. still, you still yeah. only have me. Yeah. And I love that because yes, that's all I need. And so I need to get on my carnal mind of, yeah, mm-hmm. how great would it be to have a shoulder to cry on? Mm-hmm. Nope. I have my face. <laughs> I, I lay down and I lay on my face. And honestly, the piece that comes from him is better than any shoulder I could cry mm-hmm. on anyways. So I've just got to, I've got to live with this one. I got to mm-hmm. live with this season and take in what he's teaching me or else I'm going to have to do it yeah. again. And I don't want to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> I heard someone uh, share this week. They said, for every season, there is a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, 
that's so nice. I guess I always think of you know, the <laughs> other way is like Jesus is the reason for yeah, the season. Right. Yeah. But yeah, for every season you're in, there's a reason mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's really easy to say to someone else, but but I think I think all of us, if we were real with ourselves, daily we're moving. Mm-hmm. Daily he's asking us to pack something. Daily he's asking us to to move and be obedient to what he has next. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we think it's not until the big things, mm-hmm. but really daily. Yeah. He's asking us to pack and to be obedient and to move and to understand. And one of the things that you said is you don't need to know the why. I'm one that needs to know the why. <laughs> and so maybe that's why every day I'm packing and unpacking because he's saying you you don't you don't need to know the why if you're trusting mm-hmm. me. And so I just think the more that we lean on him and trust in him. The packing maybe gets easier. I don't know. Packing but I think and also unpacking. with like moving and packing, there's mm-hmm. those times where it's like you need to get rid of some stuff too. Mm-hmm. So yes. he's like, hey, we're not ready to move to this new season yet Until because there's move. there's a yard sale we need to have. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> no we got, yeah, we, got, we can't be taking so that with good. us into the next season. It's like, yeah. okay. We only have but one really like U-Haul. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I'm like, I've got a small house. Can't fit that much into it. Right. It's like our lives can't handle all that much sometimes. It's like, hey, right. I need you to drop this and trust me. Yeah. That I'm going to bring the peace and prosperity into this next season, and you don't need this other stuff. Yeah. So it's true. Yeah. That's really good. I mean, the stuff that I need to leave behind, I would like to say I could sell it at a yard sale, but honestly, I should just have a dumpster fire for some of it. So <laughs> I can help you if you want. Perfect. Perfect. Well, and that, bring the marshmallows. Right. <laughs> right. And so I guess I do have to say, I have to, I have to bookend this with yes, this season is scary. Mm-hmm. I'm so utterly confused. Um, But the Lord has done so much in this season. Um, The idea, and don't mean to put you on blast, but Hannah, for you to be like, yeah, I'll help you do that. Do you know that a year and a half ago, I wouldn't have had a group of ladies that if I had said, hey, we're going to have a dumpster fire, they'd be like, heck yes, we're bringing (laughs) the s'mores. I will bring the dumpster. I'll bring it all. My dad's got a giant pit. We can just throw it in there. We don't need the dumpster. Right. Right. And so it's just so good because there are things that I'm realizing I'm also taking for granted. No, Mm. I don't have a helpmate that is a male, but I have a whole bunch of help sisters that have stepped (laughs) in and will step in and always have and always will. And I love that because again, it may not be the way that I want it to be, Mm -hmm. but he has not left me high and dry Mm -hmm. with, you know, feeling that earthly Mm -hmm. sisterhood. So he's so good. So good. Thank you for listening to the She Is podcast by Refuge City Church. We pray that you have been encouraged and equipped in knowing who you are in Christ. If you are wanting to have a personal relationship with Jesus, pray this with me. Dear Jesus, I know that you love me. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Please come into my heart to stay and help me to hear your voice and grow in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Keep in touch between podcasts by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. The links are in the show notes. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast to hear more from us every week about who you are in Christ.